Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and it's my birthday today. Happy birthday to me, and I wanted to celebrate with you, and I thought a nice way to celebrate would be to talk about some ways that we can all celebrate more, have a lot more happiness and presence in our lives. I don't know if you're anything like me, and you're an entrepreneur, and you're impatient, and you want everything to happen now, and you know, it's just like everything's relentless and you get itchy when nothing's sort of moving as quick as you want. And sometimes it can be a lonely venture being an entrepreneur. And, you know, sometimes we just need to slow down, stop, relax, enjoy what we've achieved, who we are. And this is like as much lessons for me as it is for you. So I've got 14 things I think we can all do to balance happiness and celebration with being a disruptive, impatient, relentless, fast-moving entrepreneur. All right, so here they are, and I'm retesting my new remote podcast equipment, hence why you see a new background on the video. All right then, so I believe fundamentally, number one, that happiness is gratitude. And, you know, I think that many of us, uh, we don't count the blessings that we have. You know, being an entrepreneur is about a vision, more, I want to achieve this, I want to change the world, I want to make a difference, I need to make more money. And it's like, you can go years and years and years, and it's never enough. And you never actually look backwards and go, do you know what? I've achieved this, I've achieved this, I've done this, I matter, you know, I help these people. I'm always looking at my analytics on my podcast and on my social media thinking, oh, I should be bigger. And not looking at all the people that I do reach and I do help. So firstly, I want to count my blessings to you and say thank you to you for following my work and being amazing and supporting me and jumping on some of my critics and giving me great ideas and everything else that you've done for me. So thank you. And it's easy to count your blessings when things are going great. Well, I'm so grateful and you know you should be. But when you've had a hard day, when you know, go, go to bed at night, get a little pen and paper out and just write what you're grateful for when it's hard. You know, I'm so grateful my parents are still alive. That's the, the thing I'm most grateful for in the world, along with having, you know, my kids. I'm so grateful for all of you that follow me and what I do. I'm grateful that I have my health. I'm grateful that I was able to buy myself a new little polo top, can you see? There's so many great things to be grateful for. I'm grateful for, you know, like, I'm grateful for the rain because, you know, I'm just grateful for everything and I think that's really important. You'll just diminish a lot of your um, feelings of impatience and lack of self-worth when you're grateful. Number two, then, is celebrate more. You know, we're always like, I want more, I want bigger, it's never enough, it's no good. Um, But celebrate the small things as well as the big things. Celebrate your first podcast listener. Celebrate your 100th podcast listener, even though you want like 10 million podcast listeners. Celebrate your first customer. Celebrate the new year. Celebrate with your team. In our office, we celebrate birthdays. Uh, And of course, we did mine yesterday because actually uh, my wife has forced me to take a day off today. Otherwise, I'd have been in the office celebrating with my team. Um, So we celebrated my birthday, which was embarrassing in front of, what, 60 or 70 of my staff all singing happy birthday. But hey, it also felt good. Celebrate the small things. Celebrate socially. Celebrate with friends. Celebrate publicly. Reward yourself. 
Often you're looking for a massive car, a massive house, something amazing, and it takes you years to get there. Celebrate with very small things. You know, I bought myself a couple of new, these little tripods that go on this iPhone. They're like 20 quid. Nice little present to myself. I thought, yeah, I like that. I bought my favorite Tom Ford aftershave. You know, it's not thousands of pounds, but hey, you know, I feel good wearing that, ladies. Yeah, anyway, point three. Um, make things more fun. And I know as an entrepreneur, and I know I can get into this habit of just being a bit serious about everything. Gotta hit targets, goals, KRAs, KPIs, profit margins. Gotta make a difference, gotta grow this year, gotta get more followers, fans, customers, uh, you know. All of our staff, they've gotta do everything right, they've gotta be, no, do you know what? Often in meetings or motivating people or leading people or whatever, even some of my videos, videos, I've noticed that the most effective work can be done when we have fun, you know, when we have a bit of banter, when we make light of things, when we, when we laugh a little bit more. And so I've definitely said to myself this year, I want to do that more. I want to do that more with my children. Just laugh, be silly, have fun, be silly publicly, do silly things. In my marketing years and years ago, when I was younger and more naive and more racy and I had less fear, I used to do all sorts of stupid things, dressing up as a pilot when I used to go and do talks. Mark would chuck buckets of water over my head in the middle of December when we were promoting events. And, you know, I've probably lost a little bit of that as I've got older and apparently wiser. And I'm committing to do more of that, making myself look stupid, not taking myself too seriously this year. And I hope you can do the same too. All right, so you should take your, your art seriously, you know, your business, your profession, your passion. Take it seriously, but not yourself. Don't take yourself too seriously. People critique you and troll you, say, hey, yeah, nice one, that's funny. Uh, some of my critics give me the best possible trolling. One guy said, if Ron was a cake, he'd eat himself. The guy's a genius. I would. I, I would lick myself all over. I would eat myself if I was a cake. You know, you are a genius, Mr. Tri uh, Critic. Thank you. All right, then. Um, number five, I think we're on, is be nice to people. And I'm trying to be nicer and nicer to more and more people, even people who maybe stand against me or are critics. Um, I think that, you know, we should be doing random acts of kindness. I used to do that a lot more. I remember reading the book Random Acts of Kindness. What was this in 2006, the end of 2006? I used to randomly go and give people things and do things in the middle of the street randomly. And then I built a bit of fear because sometimes people are a bit weirded out when you do nice random things. And I've committed to doing that a little bit more and, and overcoming my own fears about that. Uh, one of the best feelings in the world is to do nice things for other people. So, and you know, it's just really interesting to meet and be around nice people. Uh, and so, yeah, let's all commit to being nice. Don't be a wimp. Don't allow yourself to be bullied. But, you know, I know, for example, in the past, I've had a few fallings out. Uh, thankfully, not many, um, often because I'm a, a bit of a wimp, really. Um, but thankfully, not many. Um, but when we have had fallings out or splits because we've had to, um, I've said to myself, you know what, I'm going to let the water go under the bridge. And then later, I'm going to reach out and try and, you know, reconnect again and make friends again. And there's only really one person other than ex-girlfriends. Not that there's a lot of them, but they probably don't want to know me. Um, but there's only really one person I've not done that with, and I would do that with because I'm very grateful to this man. Uh, but everyone else that I've, I've fallen out with, to my knowledge, I've reached out, and, and, and that's just such a great um, feeling to do, and I think we should do that more. You don't want a load of enemies. I mean, you're going to have enemies anyway because people are just going to... They're just going to stand against you, so you don't, you don't want them self-inflicted if possible. 
Um, okay, then number six is to challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone. And this linked to this random act of kindness thing. You know, I always used to tip people a lot before the meal and I used to randomly give people, you know, money and do random gifts for them by their shopping behind me in the queue. And then as I got a little bit more wise and experienced, I started to fear that and worry about that. And people would think I'm weird or I'm hitting on them or whatever. And I sort of let my fears overtake me. And I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to challenge myself. Um, to get out of my comfort zone and, and, you know, and face some of my fears, taking two days off, going away with the family and, you know, not working. Strangely enough, that, I have some fears around that. Um, you know, being off social media, um, not so much get myself out there now. I used to have that, but you'll have your own. So challenge yourself to push yourself outside of them. I'm doing this live video um, in the house and not in the studio. So you might see my kids in the background. Hello, Bubba. All right, then number seven is be creative. So give yourself space and time to have ideas, to um, allow solutions to come to you. I had a random solution that came to me driving the car um, to the office. And often when I'm bored, Gemma always says, my wife always says to me, you should spend more time being bored because when you're bored, ideas can come to you. Uh, and, uh, you know, solutions to problems can manifest themselves. So give yourself some space and some time to be creative, to have ideas come to you. Don't always be doing, doing, doing. Work, 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 work. Because you're filling your brain rather than emptying it. And sometimes you need to empty it to allow creativity to come in. Uh, Lynch just said that Ariana is gorgeous. Yeah, she's a full-on ginge and she's super cute. She even says, I'm super cute, daddy. All right, then. Number eight is listen and watch more. Therefore, speak and interrupt a little less. I find when you just watch people, you know, you watch your kids doing things and that you just melt. Um, and you watch your staff interact with each other and you really learn about how they engage. You watch documentaries of really, one of the great things about the Christmas break, because I was itchy and a bit frustrated and I did want to get out there more. But one of the great things is I've been watching about two documentaries a day, you know, educational documentaries. I watched one on Steve Madden, you know, the big shoe guy, um, just yesterday. And, you know, so when you watch documentaries, you watch successful people, you listen to conversations, if you're in conversations with smart people, let them talk. You listen, listen to podcasts, etc. Yeah, Natalie's just said watch TED Talks. Exactly. So listen and watch a lot more and speak a lot less and you'll learn a lot more. And, you know, sometimes when you have a bit of lack of self-worth, you, uh, you want to talk, you want to prove yourself. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, like sometimes for me, the bravest thing is to say nothing, to not, not to try and prove myself, not to justify, just to say nothing. And I'd encourage us all to do that together a little bit more because learning is a gift. All right, then number nine is being present in the now, truly enjoying the moment. I eat fast, I work fast, I travel fast, I drive fast, I do everything fast. And sometimes I'm like, it's just like 180 miles an hour and a year can go and it's like, did I actually enjoy that? So a commitment to myself is to be more present in the moment, not thinking about my plans, the marketing plan, the launch plan, the new product, the new book, but enjoying being where I am now. Uh, so you can probably see behind me, and um, this is actually um, an extension on my house. So this is the old back of the house here. Um, and then everything I'm sitting in here, and you can see at the back there, there's sort of like an annex. It's a, a two-car garage with a glass wall there. And there's a story above it. And you can probably see in the distance a, a home gym in the garden. And you know what? This has been going on a long time. And I just keep thinking, when will it be done? When will it be done? I'll be able to enjoy it whenever it'll be done. And so I committed to do this video in this extension today to say, you know what? I'm grateful for it being how it is now instead of always wishing it would be better because I can look at the garden and go, oh, look at that. We need to do that next year and that the year after. And when is it enough? 
You know, when can you actually just say, me is enough, I am happy who I am now in my own skin. And it's a bit of a curse of an entrepreneur to always be looking in the future. But then I'm going to contradict myself. And I'm going to say that in addition to being present in the moment, which is a true gift, allow yourself to dream about the future, get excited about the future, where you're going to go, how your life's going to manifest and unfold and how exciting and new and fresh it's going to be. And allow yourself to formulate a grand master plan of how you're going to take over the world and how you're going to be the most disruptive enterprise in your niche. So, so enjoy the moment, but also allow yourself to dream. And I know a lot of people don't because they want to be realistic and they have fears around that. But allowing yourself to dream and think big is really exciting and motivating. So we should also, I think, do that a little bit more. Balance those two opposing forces of presence and dreaming. Number 11 then, and then we've got what three more after that, is fix and solve problems. So I know this doesn't sound like something to, to be happy and celebrate, but actually it is. Because if there's a challenge and you hide it, it, it grows and becomes a monster. If you roll your sleeves up and go, you know what, I'm going to fix this problem. I'm going to enjoy fixing this problem. I'm going to solve the challenges for myself, my staff, my team, my followers, my fans. That actually makes you a lot happier in the moment because it takes that big black cloud away from you and it gives you great self-worth. I think there's a big myth that happiness is doing nothing, sitting on a beach, sipping pina colada, smoking cigars, doing what you want when you want. I would also say the biggest happiness you will get is when you solve big problems, when you, know, you, you overcome big challenges because you grow stronger. You know that feeling when you achieve something that you initially found hard, how great you feel, how much self-worth you have. And I think that's also happiness as well as just being. So I would definitely challenge you to solve bigger problems and then you will grow your net worth and your self-worth as a consequence. Number 12, this is probably the most important one, to be honest. Uh, love yourself and be yourself. And, you know, I think... We all struggle with this. I've certainly struggled with this. Who am I? And, you know, I think I was always trying to prove who I was. I think there's still a part of me that still needs to prove who I am and get the love from the people in my past that I never, I never felt that I got that from. Um, but what I've challenged myself to do is to not justify, not excuse, not defend, not try and prove myself to someone new. Often I try and prove myself to new people, you know, by you know, adding a few little nice things that I've done in there. And, and you know what? I'm challenging myself just to say nothing and allow myself to be who I am. Uh, and that's enough. And I'm only going to attract the right people into my life if I am who I am. And, you know, often we're putting out to the world a veil of who we are. And therefore, we attract the wrong people, whether it's relationships, you know, staff, customers, followers, fans. So you have to love who you are to be in, enable you to be who you are and put that to the world with vulnerability, but confidence at the same time. And, you know, I always used to think, well, this be authentic, be yourself. It was a bit waffly and spiritual and, you know, um, fluffy. And, and while some of it is, I think... Um, just, you know, your weaknesses, your strengths, owning your strengths, accepting your weaknesses, I think is a really great uh, thing for you to do. And it would certainly lead you to more happiness, celebration and the gifts into your life. OK, then number 13 is to let go. So I've said dream big. I've said create an outcome. And then you have to let go, you know, let go of how your staff run your project. Let go of um, keeping the house tidy for the kids. Um, you know, let go of how Bobby plays his golf. I can raise him, teach him, but then he has to go and do it. Let go of defending, justifying, let go of complaining, let go of proving yourself. You know, so, you know, like getting a result is a balance between setting a clear visual outcome, making a plan towards that visual outcome, implementing that plan, and then letting go of over control of the outcome and dancing with and allowing the natural order and balance of things that happen. And if you're too perfectionist, too specific, too controlling, 
I don't think you'll ever achieve great happiness, fulfillment and acceptance of who you are. So it's like set the goal, be clear on it, make a plan, implement the plan and then let go of the outcome. And it's more likely to actually happen. You know, some of the very spiritual people just say literally plant a seed of intention and then let go of all control of outcome and allow the universe to manifest the results. Now, I'm a bit more impatient and I'm a bit more of a make things happen kind of guy. But I think, you know, balancing those two opposing forces uh, is a good thing towards your happiness, success and celebration. And then finally, number 14, you need to laugh a lot more. And so do I. I need to take the mickey out of myself. I need to watch comedy. I need to have fun, banter with my kids, with my family, with my staff. You know, we need to we need to laugh a lot more. I'm listening to an audio book at the moment um, called What I Know For Sure by Oprah Winfrey. And it's absolutely brilliant. And she talks a lot about being with friends, making her laugh, laughing a lot, enjoying herself. And, you know, and Oprah's had horrific things that have happened to her. She was abused from what, age 11 to 14. Uh, she had a baby when she was, I think she was 14, and then she lost the baby. And so for someone to be so happy-go-lucky and fun and you know, just listening to her read the audio book, it's so inspiring. She's fun. She's effervescent. And that inspires me. And I want to do that a lot more. What, you know, I watched Trailer Park Boys again last night. I just love that. It's, I know it's toilet humour, but I love it. And I laughed. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. And there was a couple of things I was going to bed with that I was getting myself in a bit, taking myself a bit too seriously. And I thought, forget all that. All right, so hopefully you found the 14 things useful. Let me just summarize them really quickly for you uh, because it's my birthday. I wanted to celebrate with you. So number one, happiness is gratitude. Gratitude, you have to practice. Practice to get better at it. Number two, celebrate more, including small things and social things and sharing your wins publicly and rewarding yourself. Number three, make things more fun. Take your art seriously, but not yourself. Number four, be around great, fun, smart, interesting, nice, funny people. I think I missed that one out actually in the first round. Number five, be nice. Give random acts of gifts and kindness and time. Um, number six, challenge yourself to confront your fears, to grow. Number seven, be creative and give yourself space for ideas to come rather than just relentlessly doing all the time. And listen and watch and ask and observe more than speak. Uh, your kids, you know, podcasts, audio books, documentaries, kids, your wife, your husband. Nine, be more present in the now. Don't do everything so fast and looking forward to in the future. But also, number 10, allow yourself to dream and look into the future. Make the plan and then go make it happen. Number 11, fix and solve bigger problems and you'll get this a deeper sense of happiness and fulfillment when you solve them. And number 12, love yourself and be yourself. Accept who you are and, and show the world who you are with confidence and vulnerability. Number 13, let go of over-control, of a need for a specific outcome of perfection, of defending, of justifying, of blaming, of complaining, and having to prove yourself. And then number 14, laugh. Laugh a lot. Laugh more. Watch comedy. Be funny. Try and be funny. Be around funny people. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching this live in, my, in a new location. And thanks for listening to the podcast on my brand new remote audio podcast device. Let's see how that goes. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.